1: Radio. Jeez, with SRN
2: News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Three people are dead, including the gunman. Following last night's shooting along a busy street in Toronto, 12 people wounded in the attack, the shooter armed with a handgun, opened fire on restaurants and cafes in Toronto's Greek Town neighborhood, an attack that police chief Mark Saunders says was not
3: random. He says terrorism has not been ruled out. Shortly after 10 p.m., Uh, What happened was the police responded to a 911 call for sounds of gunshots. Uh, Upon uh, police arrival, um, there was a uh, suspect who uh, police had identified as suspect at that particular point in time.
2: Saunders on Canada's CTV network. The gunman died after a shootout with police. On Wall Street this morning, the Dow down about 20 points. The Nasdaq is off 39 and the S&P four points lower. This is SRN News.
4: If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask
5: Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis.
4: Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo.
6: I encourage you to visit our website, twincitieswellnessradio.com. While you're there, you'll find a podcast page, program guides, and even better, healthy living tips. Your forecast now from the Eagle Wellness Studios. Partly cloudy skies, could see a scattered shower pop up. Otherwise, we're looking for 83 for the high. Tonight, then, a low near 64. And for tomorrow, then, sunshine and low to mid 80s. Very nice.
7: Did you know that digestion is vitally important to overall health and well-being? Optimize your digestive health with the broad spectrum of vegetarian enzymes in Quantum Nutrition Labs' Quantum Digest and Quantum Zymes. Both are buy two, get the third one free, and you'll want to add our organic inner leaf aloe liquid, Aloe 100, at special bulk pricing. Call 888. 888- 588-7578. That's 888-588-7578. Or visit us online at qnlabs.com. That's q-n-l-a-b-s dot Hi, I'm Dr.
0: Bob Marshall, Ph.D., host of the Healthline. Tune in to get your questions answered and hear the latest breakthrough information for you and your family. Our product line, Quantum Nutrition Labs, delivers what others only promise, nutrition that really works.
5: Patriot listeners, save up to 25% on your business cleaning services. Are you thinking of changing your cleaning company? Are you looking for cleaner bathrooms, dust-free windowsills, and a higher level of quality control? Hi, I'm Jessica Carter, owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning car dealerships and office buildings throughout the Twin Cities metro area. You'll get high-quality service when you choose us as your cleaning service provider. Call us at 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com. As a bonus to Patriot listeners, you'll get your first initial cleaning at no cost and up to 25% off your first full month of service. We will work hard to make your facility as clean as possible without breaking your budget. So call us today at 651-404-0132. That's 651-404-0132. Or visit our website at affordablebusinesscleaning.com.
8: Consider Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Call 651 784 7988 or go to hihcm.org.
2: The following program was pre recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
6: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired?
1: Mr. Black, and I am your mythoclast as well, the breaker, the debunker of myths and uh, lies that are sold off as the truth. And so welcome uh, to another hour of radio that has value. What a concept, right? Your time has value. Your life has value. You were created for a purpose, and shouldn't we invest? Shouldn't we spend that time for a reason? And that's what today is all about. Today's show is called Word. It's called Word. You know, our word is our bond. The words that we use let other people know what we mean. And sometimes we use a single word to describe an incredible situation. We can use just one word. Some people have just one name. You don't know them by their first, middle, and last name. You know it by their one name. If I was to say the Pope, or if I was to say Madonna, or if I was to say Sting, or if I was to say Jesus, right? We don't go which Jesus you talking about, which Sting you talking about, which Madonna you talking about, right? It's one word that describes it all. And so today I want to go into this powerful word called word, because words are programming. To take the words uh, from Hawk Nelson, uh, lyrics to the song called Words, says they've made me feel like a prisoner. They've made me feel set free. They've made me feel like a criminal, made me feel like a king. They've lifted my heart to places I'd never been, and they've dragged me down back to where I began. Words can build you up. Words can break you down, start a fire in your heart or put it out. Let my words be life. Let my words be truth. I don't want to say a word unless it points back to you, referring to God. You can heal the heartache, speak over the fear. God, your voice is the only thing we need to hear. And again, words can build us up. Words can break us down, start a fire in our hearts or put it out. And Ella Wheeler Wilcox has this great poem called The Word. Originally appeared in New Thought Pastels in 1906. And here's what Ella Wheeler Wilcox says. Oh, a word is a gem or a stone or a song or a flame or a two-edged sword or a rose in bloom or a sweet perfume or a drop of gall is a word. You may choose your word like a connoisseur and polish it up with art. But the word that sways and stirs and stays is the word that comes from the heart. You may work on your word a thousand weeks, but it will not glow like one. That all unsought leaps forth white hot when the fountains of feeling run. The word. And you know what brought about this, uh, this show was uh, uh, my wife uh, watches a lot of little YouTube videos. And there's this comedian called John Chris. And he does this thing 17 ways that Christians say no. And it's a sad reality. I was sharing it with Trevor this morning. He said it's so spot on. Sad. I wish it wasn't so. But why don't we uh, share that, uh, Trevor. John Chris, 17 Ways Christians Say No. Go ahead and play that.
4: Okay, ways to say no. There are a bunch of them. No thanks. I'm good. I'll pass. One of my personal favorites. For sure no. I don't know if you knew this or not, but when you got saved, you got eternal life, forgiveness of sins, and access to a whole long list of ways to say no that'll make you sound like way more spiritual of a person than you actually are. I don't think it's God's will. It's just not his timing. I'm feeling led in a different direction. But let me talk to my pastor about that. It's a closed door. I'm waiting on the Lord right now. I just don't feel peace about it right now. God has a different assignment for me. I just didn't feel prompted. I just don't feel like that's something that Jesus would do. But I just feel like I'm not in that season anymore. Can you help me move this weekend? But normally I would, but I just feel like God is just telling me to rest right now. I just got a sense that it didn't line up. Right now I'm in a season of new wineskins. What does that even mean? I just feel like right now I'm in a season of creating margin and I just don't have the bandwidth. Are you even speaking English right now? I was just asking if you wanted to get a pizza. Prompting. How many times have I told you about the prompting? I'm not feeling the prompt. I don't know. I'm just not really feeling the spirits leading on this one. Mm, You know what? I'm not sure. Let me lay out a fleece on that one. (laughs) Okay, I don't think anyone says that. And of course, everybody's all-time
1: favorite, let me pray about it.
4: All I'm saying is when it comes to Christian ways of saying no, just say no.
1: Amen. I gotta tell you, Trevor and I laughed about this morning because it's so spot on. It's sad. You know, Billy Graham told us years ago uh, that Christians do more to scare people away from Jesus Christ than anybody else. And might I suggest, uh, it's a couple things, but the words are important. How many people are uh, at church on Sunday and uh, Friday night spouting some words out of their mouth that definitely wouldn't hear Jesus saying, uh, Jesus would not say that, would not do that, right? You know, I study a lot. I love to learn. Uh, And the Samurai Warrior, I believe, was one of the greatest uh, uh, incredible fighting machines that ever created. I mean, I believe our military is the best there is on this planet. Uh, I don't know if it was the best there ever was. Uh, But uh, I believe that the Samurai Warrior was most likely the most powerful uh, fighting machine ever created. And when the Samurai uh, Warrior went into battle... He he was fully armored up. He had armor all over the front, all over his sides, but he never wore any armor on the back. And I always tell people why. See, the the samurai warrior gave his word. The term is called Bushido, Bushido. It is the code of ethics of the samurai warrior. It is his bond. His word was his bond. You got to get this. And so the samurai warrior gave his word that he would never retreat. He would never surrender, because if he did, he would disgrace the samurai. He would uh, he would embarrass not just himself, but the entirety of the samurai. And so not only did the samurai warrior have armor all over the front, all over the sides, and no armor on the back. Why? So we would never entertain the possibility of breaking his word. And he would never entertain the possibility of turning and running and abandoning his fellow samurai. But he also had two swords. He had the long sword uh, for, you know, you've seen it on martial arts movies for the, the fighting, the battle. But there was a shorter sword. And the shorter sword had two purposes. First of all, it was it was, had a, it was a kill sword. It was close in contact. When people were close into to you, you could stick a knife in someone. You could do some damage. But it also had a second purpose. And that second purpose was to take their lives if, if they broke their word, if they disgraced the samurai. And we live in a time that words have very little value. We spit words out. I'm amazed at how many people just throw out profanity. And whether you like Trump doing it or not, I'm amazed at how many women now just F words come out of their mouth all the time. I mean, I can't watch the Samantha B. lady. I mean, every word out of her mouth, I'm just, I don't think profanity is acceptable in any form. I and mean, I sometimes use it on accident, don't like to. But to hear women have that trash mouth that a man thinks he should have is just mind-boggling. I'll never be okay with it. It's not petite. It's not godly for a man or a woman. But think about this, the words. The words, and if you think about life, you know, what's changed in this world is our words. I mean, think about just in America here. Go back 30 years to the 80s, 35 years. And the word God meant something different than it does today. The word family. The word gay. Remember the gay 20s? It's a much different meaning uh, than we use it today. How about the whole abortion battle? You know, I'm pro-life or I'm pro-choice. Notice how important the words were. How about when you think of what it means to be an American? That one word. Isn't it amazing how that one word? How about I say this word, founding fathers, right? Oh, my gosh. George Washington University finds a picture of George Washington as their mascot. Offensive. Can you believe that? Success. There's a word that a lot of people throw around. How I'm doing it for the good of the country, but there's a lot of you out there that want to destroy Trump, want to do everything you can, fruit from the poison tree, just destroy this man, burn out his house, rape his wife. Why? Because you don't like some of the words he says. And so today we're going to take a look at this word. So important word. What is the word? And what is the word that you preach? What is the word that people think about when they see you? And does your word have any value? Because if your word has no value, then what does? I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be right back.
8: If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix.
3: Dot com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I Ineedmorehair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at Ineedmorehair.com.
7: Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that. And I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. My apologies, don't know what happened here, but here we are back today. Boy, today we are talking about words. You know, if our word has no value, then what do we have? If people cannot take you at your word, what do they have? And so, Trevor, go ahead and play uh, that little clip by John Christ again, please. Okay, ways
4: to say no. There are a bunch of them. No thanks. I'm good. I'll pass. One of my personal favorites for sure though. No. I don't know if you knew this or not, but when you got saved, you got eternal life, forgiveness of sins, and access to a whole long list of ways to say no that'll make you sound like way more spiritual of a person than you actually are. I don't think it's God's will. It's just not his timing. I'm feeling led in a different direction. But let me talk to my pastor about that. It's a closed door. I'm waiting on the Lord right now. I just don't feel peace about it right now. God has a different assignment for me. I just didn't feel prompted. I just don't feel like that's something that Jesus would do. But I I just feel like I'm not in that season anymore. Can you help me move this weekend? But normally I would, but I just feel like God is just telling me to rest right now. I just got a sense that it didn't line up. Right now I'm in a season of new wineskins. What does that even mean? I just feel like right now I'm in a season of creating margin and I just don't have the bandwidth. Are you even speaking English right now? I was just asking if you wanted to get a pizza. Prompting. How many times have I told you about the prompting? I'm not feeling the prompting. I don't know, I'm just not really feeling the spirit's leading on this one. Mm, you know what? I'm not sure. Let me lay out a fleece on that one. <laughs> Okay, I don't think anyone says that. And, of course, everybody's all-time favorite,
1: let me pray about it.
4: All I'm saying is when it comes to Christian ways of saying no, just say no. Wow.
1: You know, our word should have value. If you tell someone you're going to be somewhere, if you tell someone you're going to do something, does your word have value? Because you got to get this. It is the essence. We used to make deals uh, on a verbal agreement on a phone. We used to make deals by shaking a hand. We didn't need to have 22 attorneys. We didn't need to have it's. It's ridiculous now. I mean, you see all these people out there that are being attacked by, these, uh, by the, you know, the resistance, and they're destroying their lives. or have to get rid of their homes, have to cash in their 401ks, all to defend themselves because we're parsing words. Remember Bill Clinton? Uh, what does the d- meaning it? What does it mean? I.T. When you've got to get down to parse the understanding of a two-letter word, you know that you have a problem with your word. And boy, the Bible addresses this too. It's really, really, really important. Jesus said that our yes should be yes and our no should be no. I think it's Matthew five thirty-seven. 37. It says all you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Can you live that? Can you do that? Does your yes mean yes? And that's why I love you know. I I I usually attack those people uh, that I'm a part of. So I hit I hit men all the time about stepping up. I hit fathers all the time about being a father. You're supposed to be. I hit teachers all the time about quit being hypocrites. Uh, And I talk about Christians. I hit talk about Christians a lot. I am one, because we do more to scare people away from God, and that's why I love that that truthful thing of John Christ. Boy, when people are struggling and they go to you as a Christian, what do you do? Do you offer them prayer? And I'm not downplaying prayer, but a lot of you with a lot of money, there's a lot of you with a lot of resources, that you're storing it up. Remember, we have two vessels that we can be. That's it. Keep it simple, soldier. Don't make it confusing. We're either a conduit, right? Or' a cistern, a cistern holds on to things some of you have been blessed just like Abraham was blessed, but he was blessed to be a blessing to others that's why it's uh first John three seventeen uh, actually, 16. By this we know what love is. Jesus laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. And now, what does that mean? Oh, I'll die for somebody. Yeah, but you won't give your stuff, right? So, verse 17 says, If anyone with earthly possessions sees his brother in need, but withholds his compassion from him, how can the love of God abide in him? It's a word. I got a word for you. Ever go to church or something where someone says, I got a word from God for you? But if anyone has the world's good, goods, and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? You know, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the earth. And there's a few waterways underground that feed into the Dead Sea. But you know, nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. And there's a lot of Dead Sea leaders out there. That a lot of people poured into them. A lot of people have encouraged. A lot of people put words in them, put deposits in them. But they've held on to it. We're supposed to be a conduit. A conduit is a pass-through agent. A conduit is a pass-through agent. It's like your sprinkler system. Underground you have this PVC pipe. And there's water comes out of the main water line. And then it sends that water in those PVC pipes, which are pass-through agents. And that water goes all in different areas of the grass and comes up through that PVC pipe. And then it puts water where that pipe comes out of the ground. It doesn't keep the water. It doesn't hold on to the water. Its sole purpose is to take that water from point A to point B. And I'm going to suggest those of you that are blessed, been given a lot. Are you taking your blessings from point A to point B? How about the most practical book in the Bible? James, the first book written in the New Testament, the half-brother of Jesus Christ, the the first church in Jerusalem there. So James 2.16 says, If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good are your words? I'm paraphrasing. It says, What good is it? Suppose, and this is 16 through 8, 17, or 15, says, Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you tells him, Go in peace, stay warm and well fed, but does not provide for his physical needs, what good is that too much faith by itself, it is if it is not complemented by action, is dead? Don't you hear it? And for some who don't have resources, who don't have time, who don't have money, who don't have uh, a car you can lend somebody, who don't have a credit card you can give to someone to to fill up on gas or go grocery shopping, then you got to know your words have great value. Your words, what are you giving in words? Again, the lyrics from Hawk Nelson's song, Words, they've made me feel like a prisoner. They've made me feel set free. They've made me feel like a criminal, made me feel like a king. Are you using your words to build people up? They've lifted my heart to places I've never been, and they dragged me down back to where I began. Words can build you up. Words can break you down. Start a fire in your heart or put it out. You know, words are only 7% of communication. Dr. Albert Marubin did a lot of work on agreement-gaining presentation. He said that 7% of an agreement-gaining presentation are words. 55% is things that you can see. 38% are things that you can hear outside of words like tonality and timber and pace, all those things. So I'm not saying I want to make sure people don't extrapolate a piece of data that says that words aren't important. Yes, they are. The right word at the right time will change someone's life. I've seen it happen thousands of times. When Jesus was getting ready to be uh, arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, the, 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 the the soldier came to him and said, who, and Jesus said, well, who are you looking for? He said, looking for Jesus. And he says, I am, and floored an entire legion of soldiers. How about it is finished. Into my Into your hands send my soul. And the ground shook, and the earth grew dark, and the the curtain was ripped. Just a couple words. Let my words be life. Let my words be truth. I don't want to say a word unless it points back to something good. You can heal a heartache with your words. You can speak over fear with your words. Words can build us up. They can build other people up. Words can break them down. Words can get people on fire with hope and potential. Or your words can put things out. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm having you consider your word. Is your yes, yes? Is your no, no? Do your words build people up? When you give someone your word, does it have any value? Do people know you're gonna do what you say and say what you're gonna do? Do your words and your actions, are they congruent or are they incongruent? Do your words say one thing? And that's why people don't need to listen to a word you're saying. They're just watching what you're doing. And the key to life for a great leader, for a great person, for a great person of God, is let your word and your actions say the same thing. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about word. We'll be back in three minutes.
7: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since
2: then, they have been on fire. They have been has been thrilled with the results and myself included
7: change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening class in minneapolis june 14th through the 16th that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide all at likeitmatters.net.
8: If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio. If listening not, to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him. Here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog Click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wavewarrior.blog. That's wavewarrior.blog.
2: Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396, and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro. We're a local, family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952-423-6396 or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included
7: change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening class in minneapolis september 13th through the 15th that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about the power of your word. The power of your word as your identity. The power of your word as your bond. uh, The power of your word uh, as a, a way to either build people up or tear people down because you know honestly that we are remembered by how we use our words. You know, I was remember, uh, reading uh, May tenth from today. A uh, Kevin Cmenitz, uh, Maryland uh, candidate for Maryland governor and county executive, died suddenly, at age sixty. Uh, wow, Cmenitz, uh, the Baltimore County executive, woke at, up at two a.m. and said he was not feeling well. Uh, he was taken to Saint Joseph Hospital and died soon after. Police said Kamenetz was 60 years old. Stunning. He was a dedicated public servant in Baltimore County for more than two decades, and we joined with the citizens of Baltimore County and all Marylanders in mourning. Uh, in the difficult days come, we will provide any support. You know how they're going to provide that support through their words and through their actions. That's interesting because uh, listen to this. Uh, he's talking about this guy. He said after after beginning his public service career, he was talking about how great this guy was, uh, this person on Twitter, Ben Jealous, another Democratic candidate, said he would be seated next to candidates during most forums because it was arranged alphabetically. And here's a quote from his competitor. He said, I'll always remember him for the grace and good humor he showed each of his fellow candidates as we lined up backstage waiting. You hear that? I'll always remember him for the grace... And good humor. Don't you hear what this guy is saying? That his words that he spoke as they were getting ready to go into battle, as they were getting ready to go into debate, his words that he spoke were graceful, humble, and encouraging. Can that be said about you? Can that be said about me? And by the way, just because someone says a word that someone else doesn't like does not negate the power of it. I mean, let's be honest, if, you know, if Jesus Christ were alive today, physically on this earth with us, he's alive today, but physically on this earth with us, walk along and spoke to us like he spoke when he walked this planet uh, with the apostles, we'd be all offended. His words would be the same, but you would for the first time hear his tonality. You would hear the shortness. You would hear the pointedness of it. And even though the words are the same as you read it in the Bible, when you put all that other stuff around it. And that's why some of us, uh, you can tell someone if they believe the word or not. Faith. That's what faith is. Faith is really the demonstration of your belief in his word or not in his word. Because if you truly believe the word, his word, wouldn't we be living our life a little different? Just a good point to think about. Because words have meaning. Meaning. And when you change the meaning of a word, you change the word itself. A rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. But a rose by any other name would mean something different if you think about it. And so what are the words? And now that we're talking about word, how do you use your words? Words are a great tool. Merubian said they're only 7% of communication uh, when we, we're working with an agreement-gaining presentation. But you got to realize this: do you have the tendency that your word is not followed, that your word is not listened to? One of the things I teach are agreement-gaining skills. And I'm going to tell you right now: we're all salespeople. And selling is not what you think it is, selling is gaining agreement. Selling is gaining agreement. That's all it is. And when you're selling something, you're gaining agreement from someone to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God, whatever it is you're selling. And there are five ingredients in effective agreement gaining presentation. The first one's projection. You should speak loud enough with confidence. When you, when you speak loud, when you speak bold, when you speak, people believe the word. Whether it's true or not, they start believing it. And then you can show them by backing up with your actions. But you got to get this. You got to speak loud enough so that people can hear you. Speak louder when you sh- it shows a conviction. You speak loud, it shows a boldness. Whether you believe it or not, whether you are truly bold or not, people start believing that you are. So when you're going to share a word, if you want to gain agreement, if you want to connect with someone, that's why you're sharing it. Speak up. And anything worth saying is worth saying so where people can hear it. Many people speak mealy mouth. You know where they speak very softly and they barely move their lips and then people can't hear them. And then when people don't hear them, it just reinforces their own belief system that their opinion doesn't matter. And because they believe their opinion doesn't matter, they don't speak up. They don't speak boldly. They don't speak loud. And then when people don't listen to them, it just reinforces their belief system. Don't you see how we are self-fulfilling prophecies? We start with a belief, and then we act as if, and then we make that belief true. So there are five ingredients in effective agreement gaining presentation. Number one is projection. You have to speak loud enough and clear enough, concisely enough, bold enough, so people not only hear you, but they uh, set up the ability to believe you. The second one is enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is a form of energy. It comes from the Greek word "enthus," means of the spirit. And when people get excited, they buy stuff. If you're excited about God, it gives people the ability to get excited about God. If you're excited about uh, this grass seed that you put down your lawn and now it's popping up everywhere, people go out and buy that grass seed. If you went to a great movie and you're talking to everybody about it, you get other people go to that movie. Don't you get it? If you speak wonderful of your spouse, then people think your spouse is wonderful. Those enthusiasm. Voice inflection. Notice again, voice inflection is the rise and fall. Voice inflection is the ability to move your voice up and down. No one wants to listen to a dead person talking. Trust me. When you move your voice, you connect with people. When you move your voice, you mirror the rhythm of life. Life is an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys. It has high points and low points. If you had chest pains, you go to a hospital, you tell me you have chest pain, they'll hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine, and you want to see the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic. The same thing. That is the current of life. That is the beat of life and so you want to move your voice similarly otherwise if no one's listening to you what does it matter and you, you got to realize this most people aren't listening to anybody but themselves how hard is it listening more than one person at a time it's really hard and yet there's always at least one person talking to ourselves who's that? that's us remember intra I'm um, intra-communication what do you think thinking is? thinking is nothing more than talking to yourself and let's be honest, some of you out there, you have a party in your head and not the good type. You have all these voices, critical voices, abusive voices. A lot of them sound like you because they're in your head. But it could be a spouse, it could be a parent, it could be a bully, it could be a teacher who told you weren't good enough. And not only that, then when someone's talking to us, we're so busy preparing our retort and a response, that we're talking to ourselves, preparing it because we don't want to look stupid, don't want to sound stupid, don't want to seem like an idiot. And so we don't listen well at all. And so that's why you've got to, as a speaker, you've got to, as someone that wants to command someone's attention, you've got to make sure your words are heard. Because you know what words are that aren't heard are the equivalent of? Message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. You see all these uh, time when there's a hurricane come in town or something? And there's a natural disaster coming and the governor's on uh, on the radio and say, get out, get out, abandon. Some people listen to that word and get out. Other people don't listen to that word and get out. And there's a lot of different reasons, but majority of it comes down to the interpersonal communication. What that person who's receiving that word from the governor, what is the word in their head? Are they truly hearing it? Do they believe that governor? Have they lied to them before? Have they been through this experience that was a hoax before It what didn't it happen before? Or are they just a tough butt and they can handle anything? They can make anything happen. I was going to say a different word like a donkey, but I didn't know if I was allowed to say that on the radio. I don't know if a Trevor has that little moot button or not. <laughs> so I didn't say that word. You got my point? So you got projection. You got enthusiasm. You got voice inflection. I'm going to give you the last two. Eye contact. Eye contact is important because you know who's involved and who's not involved. These are the five elements of an effective agreement getting presentation. And when you make eye contact with someone, you see who's involved. You, you can tell when someone's ready to buy. And the fifth piece of uh, five elements of agreement, get, effective agreement getting presentation is content. Again, are your words in order? Do they flow? Do they tell a story? Are they congruent? Are they consistent? You've got to get this. That's why I teach these agreement gaining skills. Because message in a bottle, right? If I was to want to get you a message and I typed it up and put it in a bottle and threw it in the closest waterway, and a month later when I didn't hear from you, call you up and chew your butt out, I'd say, why don't you respond to my word? Why don't you respond to my message? And you'd say, what word? What message? Because message in a bottle, message in a bottle, right? A message in a bottle is a message that's sent that's never received. And what good is all the talk in the world? What good is all the emails in the world? What good is all all your dogmatism if your words aren't being heard? And here's a question. If your life was to be summed up in one word, what would that word be? Would it be passion? Would it be commitment? Would it be lazy? Would it be liar? Would it be difference maker? Would it be warrior? Would it be conduit? Would it be child of the king? Would it be child of God? You know, think about that. But how about your word being your word, being your bond, like the samurai warrior? And when you break your word, when your word has no value, you lose trust. And so after the break, we're going to go into this thing called trust. And how when you've given your word in the past and you didn't follow through that your word doesn't have the same value. How do we rebuild that? How do we start over? How do we draw that line in the sand? So starting from this point forward, our word has value. Our word has meaning. And people hold on to our word. Be right back.
7: Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's panca Pancan.org.
1: Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And boy, the airwaves are being brutal today. So... If you miss any of this radio show, uh, man, the cool thing is you can go back to likeitmattersradio.com. No matter what the airwaves do, and you can listen to the this show, however much of what we got, and you can listen to all kinds of other shows as well. Just go to likeitmattersradio.com, and there you will find me. And also, you can email me at that website as well, Mr. Uh, Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, M-R-B-L-A-K, at com. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear comments, thoughts. I'd love to hear if you want me to cover certain things. If you want me to send you anything I've shared with you on this radio program, uh, I would love to send that to you. So uh, like everybody else, uh, we all need encouragement. I believe I'm on a mission, a mission to change this world by changing our thinking one person at a time, structurally, psychologically, leadership-wise, scriptural-wise. I bring it all together, all together. And so we're talking about your word. And, man, uh, you know, you need to be listening to this radio show on a daily basis. You can, no matter where you are in the world, I got people in Brazil listening. I have people in Russia listening, China, all over this country. All you got to do is go to your iHeart app. There's an app on your phone. You can go to the app store and find it, iHeartRadio. You can get it on your computer. And every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, there we are. And we replay again from 5 to 6 p.m. It's our connection to Twin Cities Wellness Radio. So on iHeartRadio, if you just search while you're on iHeartRadio, Wellness Radio 1570, Wellness Radio 1570, it's based out of Minneapolis, you'll find us twice a day to be encouraged. So please do that. If you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash LIM Radio. And good news is you can go now to iTunes. You can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. And there every day when my show is over, you'll be able to access my radio show in podcast form. Before the break, I was going through uh, talking about Word. And what good is your word if you speak your words to people if people don't listen? A lot of people talk all the time and nobody listens. I have someone, a family member in my life, that they're constantly talking out loud to themselves, almost a little bit under their breath and I ignore this person because it's like a non-stop dialogue. I never hear most of what they say. I ignore them. They're used to being ignored, and they never speak up. They never speak boldly, but they're constantly talking, and people start to discount that person. They stop listening to them. They don't believe them. That's why it's important. You need to know five ingredients in effective agreement, gaining presentation because technically, when you share your opinion, when you're looking to sway people, what you're really doing is you're selling people. Selling is nothing more than gaining agreement from someone else to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God, your word that you're spreading, your word that you're tossing. Don't you get it? Johnny Appleseed, his job was to spread seed. His seed was apple. Jesus talks about the sower and the seed, that our seed is the word of God. We're supposed to throw it. But he says it matters on the heart where it lands on how it's taken in. But I'm going to suggest it also matters. What type of unction are you sharing it with? What type of passion? So there are five elements in an effective agreement gaining presentation. Projection, enthusiasm, eye contact, voice inflection, and content. I teach this. I teach speaking skills. I teach management training. I teach team building. Just go to likeitmatters.net. You can read all about it, all the stuff. We do transformational training. I teach you this stuff at the structural level so it's part of who you are. But let's say that in the past you gave your word, you said something, and you didn't follow through, that now there's a break in trust. How do you rebuild that? And you can, but first of all, you've got to separate the, the current from the past. And the way you do that is you draw the line in the sand, the up until now, you draw that line in the sand, and you say, I'm no longer going to do that. Up until now, I have not spoken the truth and fallen through on it, and now I'm a different person. Up until now, the word I put out there, I put out there weak, I put it without confidence, I didn't make eye contact. Up until now, no wonder people didn't believe me. I didn't have the enthusiasm, I didn't have the eye contact. People judge all the time, ladies and gentlemen. People believe that if you won't look them in the eye, that you're lying to them. And it might be true. But, you know, I teach learning styles. And those of us that are kinesthetic, we process through our emotions. Um, we're hands-on people. The way we tap into our emotions, we put our eyes down to the right. Eyes down the right is where you store your emotions. Eyes down to your left is where you talk to yourself. Auditory digital, self-talk, that's thinking. That's the, the, the pose by Rodin, the thinker. If you look at his eyes, they're down to the left. That's where you store that stuff. So those of us that are kinesthetic, we're really in touch with our feelings. When We want to really get a feeling for the moment. We're going to look down on the ground. We're going to process our feelings. And then some of you are going to judge us and think we're lying. No, we're not. We're in our feelings. But it doesn't matter what's really happening. What matters is what people believe because nobody responds to reality. What we respond is our map of reality. So whether it's warranted or not, if you've ever given your word and not followed through, and now people doubt you. You lack a trust. You've got to rebuild it. And I got this great article. Uh, It was published uh, last year about this time. Uh, And it's called Building Trust Fast and Slow. And it's by uh, Philip Sherrow, Ph.D. And it was from LinkedIn, actually. You know, got this article off LinkedIn, August tenth, two thousand and seven. Thing says trust is the magic pixie dust of leadership. If you've got it, you can fly. But if you don't have trust, in other words, if your word has no value, even simple things become hard. That's why one of the most uh, must-have traits of a good leader is the ability to generate and build trust. That's why we started with this clip. Trevor, go ahead and play that uh, clip again by John Chris, please. Okay, ways
4: to say no. There are a bunch of them. No thanks. I'm good i one of my personal favorites. For sure though. No. I don't know if you knew this or not, but when you got saved, you got eternal life, forgiveness of sins, and access to a whole long list of ways to say no that'll make you sound like way more spiritual of a person than you actually are. I don't think it's God's will. It's just not his timing. I'm feeling led in a different direction. But let me talk to my pastor about that. It's a closed door. I'm waiting on the Lord right now. I just don't feel peace about it right now. God has a different assignment for me. I just didn't feel prompted. I just don't feel like that's something that Jesus would do. But I just feel like i'm not in that season anymore can you help me move this weekend but normally i would but i just feel like god is just telling me to rest right now i just got a sense that it didn't line up right now i'm in a season of new wine skins what does that even mean i just feel like right now i'm in a season of creating margin and i just don't have the bandwidth are you even speaking english right now i was just asking if you wanted to get a pizza prompting how many times have i told you about the prompting i'm not feeling the prompting i don't know i'm just not really feeling the spirits leading on this one Mm, you know what i'm not sure let me lay out a fleece on that one (laughs) Okay, I don't think anyone says that. And, of course, everybody's all-time favorite,
1: let me pray about it.
4: All I'm saying is when it comes to Christian ways of saying no, just say no.
1: Amen. You know, as a Christian, that hurts a little bit to hear that because it's so true. And any of us that have known what it's like to struggle, and notice there's all those people who stand under the banner, Jehovah Nissi, the banner, right? That a God, and yet, the boy, they say one thing, but they, oh, they love, God loves you, all this, but they're not willing to help. They're not willing to get uncomfortable. They're not willing to open up their checkbook. They're not willing to sacrifice. They're not willing, but boy, don't you wonder why people are turning away from God in droves? Because those of us representing him say one thing, but our actions say another thing. You know, James is one of the most practical books in the Bible. And James 5.12 says, Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth or anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Isn't that incredible? And right at the beginning, he says, If one of them says to you, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? That's just some truth there, man. So you got to be able to build trust. There are two paths to building trust. There are many ways to build trust, but there are only two main paths, uh, Dr. Philip Schero says. He says you can build it fast, you can build it slow. So the foundation of trust, deep down there's one common foundation for trust. Isn't that incredible? One common foundation for trust between people. The foundation is the belief that I know your character and I judge it to be both stable and well-intentioned towards me. If the foundation of trust is knowing someone's character, then the fast and slow paths to building trust are just different approaches to making yourself knowable. Think about it. The people we don't trust, the people we believe are putting on a mask or saying one thing that believe something else. They're hiding something about themselves. We don't trust them because we can't know them, or we know them to be false. They say one thing, but they do something different. Both paths to trust are built on honesty, speaking the truth. Let your word be yes or let your word be no and then follow through. And integrity, integrity, acting and speaking the same way in public and private. But the two speeds to get to trust differ in how they reveal your character. What you get with the fast track is lower defenses. The fast track to building trust is based on demonstrating vulnerability quickly. In other words, be honest. Let them know you're trustworthy because you do not hide the weak parts yourself. If you made a mistake, if you broke your word, own it. Step up to it. Do it. If you want more information about this, tune in tomorrow or email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
10: My name is Dr. Steven Troviani, MD. My practice is Northstar Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a, a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause the way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthStarPainCare.com. Again, NorthStarPainCare.com.
4: Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, a service of Salem.
0: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.